Welcome to Torah Dimecha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Shoshana Shechter, and today we will be studying Sefer Yonah, Perak Bet. Now, Perak Aleph ended with Yonah being thrown overboard as a last resort. Perak Bet begins with Hashem appointing this fish to swallow Yonah. By Yeman Hashem Dagadol Livloa et Yonah, Hashem appointed a huge fish to swallow up Yonah. By He Yonah Bimei Hadag Shloshayamim Ushloshalelot. And Yonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. What's fascinating about this story is that the fish is the most famous character in the book of Yonah. And really, it's only a minor character. It's only one of the many messengers of nature that Hashem sends to Yonah to teach him a lesson and to transform him. The message of the fish here is that Hashem wanted Yonah to learn that Hashem didn't want him dead. Just as the fish, which could have killed him, instead it protected him and delivered him safely to the shores of Nineveh in order to fulfill his mission, so too Hashem did not desire him dead for running away, which would be a natural punishment for rebellion, but instead he wanted him to live and fulfill his mission. Inside the fish, Yonah didn't just survive, but he, he mostly did tshuva. We'll talk about this, we'll talk about this a little bit more in Parag Dalid. But mostly, he certainly gave up his resistance to Ratzon Hashem, to doing the God's will, and the fish was a vehicle of transformation for him. Vayiman Hashem, we're told in Pesach Aleph, Hashem appointed. Now, what does that mean? Radak means, Radak explains that appointed means prepared or to invite, that mana is an act of intention or appointment. Radak actually quotes Pirkei Drabi Eliezer, as do other Mafarshim, that this fish was appointed to swallow Yonah from the creation, from the beginning of the world, from the creation of the world. Um, and the, and the Medrash explains, describes how Yonah entered its mouth, the way a man enters a large baked Knesset. And he stood there and the eyes of the fish shone down upon him like two skylights. It's interesting how Vayaman comes up several times at the end of the Parsha as well. And this is clearly coming from Hashem. We see from the Medrash about the Yonah entering the dog, entering the fish, that the fish was not only sent to save Yonah from death, but to shed light on him with the eyes of the fish shining light on him, as the Medrash explains, to enlighten him, to serve as a place of awe and reverence. The light not only enlightened him, but gave him the light of hope in the blackness of the sea. The miracle of the fish's arrival and swallowing up of Yonah and the miracle of Yonah surviving was in order to show, this was all orchestrated by God in order to show Yonah that the fish was sent by God, not as a punishment, but as an act of love to save him. So Yonah Dobbins from inside the fish. And this is where we see that tefillah begins in the beginning of Parak Bet. Now Mepharshim argue, before we go through this tefillah, just a word about this tefillah in general. Mepharshim argue about the theme of his tefillah inside the fish. What is he davening for? Is he doing real tshuva here? Is he sorry for what he did? Or does he know that he got caught? Is he praying because the fish saved him from death or because the fish spat him out? Is the fish a source of salvation for him? Or is it a source of terror? Jonas Tfilah is an expression of passionate thanksgiving that he was saved from the fish and not really from the sea. Pirkei Drabi Eliezer suggests another theme in the relationship between Yonah and the fish. The Medr says that the fish was grateful to Yonah for saving it because it was going to be eaten by the Livyatan. And when Hashem spared its life and gave him 
the fish, a second chance at life in order to help transform Yonah's life. That's how the fish is similar to Yonah. Okay, now let's go through the psukim. So again, in the first Pasuk, Hashem appointed this fish to swallow Yonah. Parak bet Yonah starts davening by Palel Yonah el Hashem elokav mimehadaga. And Yonah daven to Hashem, the Lord God, from the belly of the fish. Look what happens in Parak Gimel. What does he say? In Pasuk Gimel, sorry. By Yomer, Karati mitzarali el Hashem vayaneni mibeten sheol shivati shamata koli. And Yonah said, I called out from my distress to God, and he answered me from the belly of the grave. I cried out, and you heard my voice. Yonah says, I called out from my sadness to Hashem, from the belly of the grave, from my distress. And he says, I cried out, you heard my voice. He remained alive and confident that Hashem would answer his tefillot. The Eben Ezra here says that Yonah's tefillah here is a nevuah. What will happen? Because if you look at the Pasuk, Vayaneni, Hashem answered me, he says. You heard my voice. What does that mean? He didn't yet hear his voice, but you see now the confidence that Yonah has. Yes, I was depressed. I was distressed. I wanted to die the entire Parak Aleph. He, he wants to die. He has a death wish. And now, and he feels like it's hopeless. He didn't listen to Hashem. He rebelled against Hashem. He needs to die. And now he's saying, no, I know what's going to happen. Hashem's going to hear me. And there is a glimmer of hope here. As we saw, the light that's coming in through the eyes of the fish represent that glimmer of hope that that Yonah has because he knows Hashem's going to save him. And it's also interesting that he says it in past tense because he he wants to believe, he believes it's going to happen, so it's as if it happens already. It's like when we say in Shemana Esrei, Baruch Hashem Ga'al Yisrael. Hashem redeemed us. He didn't yet redeem us, but we're saying it in past tense because we have the confidence that Hashem will in fact redeem us. Mibeten Sha'ol from the belly of the fish, which was basically a grave. Again, he was depressed. He thought he was going to die. So this was for sure a miracle. This was a nace. The fact that he can survive for three days and three nights, and that's why the emphasis is on three days and three nights, in the belly of a fish, this whole thing was a miracle. And clearly, if this is a miracle and he's still alive, so then he knows that Hashem's going to save him. Look at Pasuk Hei. Vani amarti, nigrashti mineged enecha, ach osif lahabit el hecha He says, I have been driven away from before your eyes, but now I will continue to gaze upon your Holy temple, El Hecha Kotshecha. Really, actually, Hecha Kotshecha doesn't mean the holy temple here, you know, meaning the Beit HaMikdash. But um, as Muslim Afarshim say, it just means like Shamayim, like I'm going to be able to dive into Shamayim. But, in, but what we see here is that when Yonah says this, Rashi says that he's referring to the sailors that threw him overboard. When he says, Ani Amarti, when did he say this? When did he say, I have been driven away from God he said it to the sailors, says Rashi. He said to the sailors, God has abandoned me. Throw me overboard. He wants me dead. And that's why this Pasuk is Yonah acknowledging that he was wrong. I said, Nigrashi Minaginecha, I told the sailors back on the boat that my God abandoned me. Just throw me overboard. He wants me dead. Ach means but. Instead, now I know. Now I know that you'll restore me and I'm going to live to once again have nevuah, even when, even though I fled from it. Then comes pasuk vav, afafuni ma'im ad nafesh tehomi soveni suf chavush leroshi. 
water surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep encompassed me. The Yamsuf, the Red Sea, hangs over my head. The Red Sea reference is fascinating here. Hangs over my head. Rashi quotes Pirkei Rabbi Lazar here and says that Hashem showed Yonah the Yamsuf. Why? Because the Yamsuf, Ben Israel thought they were going to die. They were being chased by the Mitzrim. In front of them was the Yamsuf. And they were between a rock and a hard place. And they thought they were going to die. And the Yamsuf represents how Ben Israel crossed through it through a nace. That Hashem saved them even though things looked hopeless. Hashem saved them like he's saving Yonah now. Again, back to the Midrash that Pirkei Drabi Lezer talked about. The fish eyes were like these two windows that Hashem showed him. He enlightened him through these windows. And the Midrash says it was through these windows that he saw Kriyas Yamsov. Hashem showed him what went on during Kriyas Yamsov. And then Pasuk Zayin. harim to the bottom of the mountains, I descended. The earth, its bars are closed on me forever. But you brought me up from my life of Gehenim, O Hashem. This is again, look at the word Yarad. To the bottoms of the mountains, I descended. This word Yaradity, we talked about this in the last parak. He kept descending. Yonah went down, down to Yafo, down to the boat, down to sleep. He kept descending, descending. And this is, he's acknowledging here, Yaradity. He descended. But this is the turning point. What happened after I was descending? Vata'al mishachat chayai, Hashem alokai. But you, Hashem, look at the contrast. Yaradity vaya'al. Yona descended, and then, and then, Vatal Mishachat Chayai, you, Hashem, lifted me up from my depths of my depression. And then, Pasachet, Bita Tefa Lainavshiet Hashem Zacharti, Vatavoi Lachat Filati Al Hechal Kotshacha. When my soul grew faint, I remembered Hashem, and my Tfila came. And Radak explains, Again, he's talking about his depression when I was discouraged, when I was depressed because the fish had swallowed me and I thought Hashem had abandoned me. But still, now I remember Hashem and Davin and I realize he didn't abandon me. And again, Hechal Kotshacha here is Shamayim. Now I could look up to Shamayim and Davin. And then in Pasuk Tet, Again, a contrast. Those who observe those who observe worthless, meaningless things, abandon their kindness. And Rashi explains he's referring to the nations of the world who practice avodazara and chastam yazovu. They abandon they abandon the fear of Hashem, which is the source of all kindness. But not me, he says. But not me. But me, I, with a voice of thanks, I sacrifice to you, God. And I vow that I will pay for, this, for the Yeshua of Hashem. I will bring karbanot. I will bring thanksgiving to you. That in contrast to the nations of the world that don't acknowledge you, I acknowledge you, Hashem, and I will thank you and bring Karbanot when I get out of here because I know that Hashem is going to save me. And finally, Pasuk Yud Aleph, after he acknowledges, really acknowledges how Hashem is saving him, how he was descending into the throes of depression and Hashem lifted him up and now he has hope and now he learned that he's transforming and he realizes that he's going to do Ratzon Hashem now. By Yomer Hashem Ladag, Hashem spoke, he said to the fish, and it spewed Yonah onto dry land. Hashem told the fish to spit Yonah out. The Rambam in Nevuchim 
Fascinating. He says, he refers to this Pasuk as a demonstration of the fact that everything comes from Hashem. Everything emanates from God. Even the desires, as he says, the desires and actions of a foolish animal. Everything is attributed to Hashem. And that's why here, by Yomer Hashem Ladag, it's interesting, Pirkei Drabeleazer takes this Pasuk as the source of what we were saying before, I mentioned before, about how this happened during creation. By Yomer Hashem Ladag, the Medr says, what do you mean Hashem said to the dog? When did he say to the dog? Well, he said it to the dog at creation, during Masa Breshit, that this was already ordained, this was already appointed. And finally, Ve'aket Yona Eleyabasha, it spewed Yona out onto the dry land. When Yonah identified himself as Parak Aleph, last point here, he identified himself in Parak Aleph as an Ivri. He said, Ivri Anochi, in Pasuk Ted in Parak Aleph. And he describes what an Ivri is. When he says to the Malachim, he says to the sailors, he says, Ivri Anochi, I am a Jew, I am an Ivri. What does that mean? Et Hashem I fear God. Asher the God who created the sea and the dry land. There is this play on the words and contrast of the sea and the dry land. The contrast of the sea and the dry land is a theme here that we see throughout Prakim Aleph and Bet. Hashem created this fish to swallow Yonah to create a dry land even in the middle of the sea. And after Yonah davened, then it spewed him out again to the dry land. That Hashem is the God of both the dry land and the sea. And it's interesting because there have been other times that Hashem created a dry land from in the chaos of the sea. For example, like the Teva of Noah, which was stability and dry land when there was a whole flood around him. And Moshe's Teva too, that Moshe's Teva also became a haven of dry land in the middle of the water. And I think the message here is that Hashem, Yonah's acknowledging here, that Hashem is the God of both dry land and the sea, meaning what? Hashem, like dry land, is a place of stability in a world of instability. And that is what Yonah had to learn in this parak. Thank you for studying together. Lezecher Nishmat Riva Schwab, Rivka Bat Alexander Sender.